Gamer Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gamer Weekly. With me today is Howard from Muse Games. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So you guys are currently working on a game called Ember. Can you tell me a little bit about that game? Sure. Uh, it's basically co-op firefighting, except that you are private firefighters taking jobs from this app called Ember. Um, and, uh, you know, basically your jobs rush into the burning buildings, save lives, hopefully save all the lives um, and also make money at the same time. Uh, it's our, you know, satire at the, you know, just of the, the venture capitalism and kind of the the cutback of public funding uh, pushed to the extreme. So in this all reality, um, you know, this is what could happen if uh, the government cuts back, you know, um, uh, public funding or public funded uh, emergency services. Uh, and, uh, you know, when uh, venture capital backed uh, services or private uh, services takes its place, this is, you know, what could happen. Um, Gameplay-wise, it's a you know pretty frantic, uh, close quarter um, you know co-op firefighting experience. It's basically shooter, except that you know obviously you don't you're not shooting to kill. Uh, you're battling against this you know amorphous, uh, procedurally uh, and dynamically generated and propagating enemy. Um, so you know the mechanic you can think you know a little bit of Splatoon. Uh, a little bit of overcooked, um, you know, some obviously some FPS component as well. So that's yeah, the game in a nutshell. So the game has so, uh, social commentary in it. Where so is that how you guys came up with the the game idea? Was you were just seeing things uh, on the news, or you're like, what if? What if we just cut? What if the budget of things just got cut to the point where it just got to a ridiculous point where it's just random people? Or because the game has, from what I've seen, a very like comedic, um, almost kind of like how uh, um, like overcooked looked, or um, yeah, just, just very like. It, so it's like a it has a very somewhat serious message, but it's done in a very comedic way. So like how how did you guys come with? Uh, that that way of thinking of where it's like, all right, we want to say social commentary, but we don't want it to be too in your face, I guess is the way. Yeah, I'm... I mean, that's exactly sort of the thought process, right? It's that, you know, we wanted to um, make it, at least imbue with it a little bit of a, you know, statement of our time type of message or just like, you know, this, um, you know, like a commentary of, you know, today's world or reality, um, you know, trying to imbue a little bit of that message in the game, but not do it didactically and not do it, you know, so in your face to a point where it's people just like, oh, you know, we're beating, uh, you know, we're being beaten over the head with a message and, and whatnot. And uh, so I think community, basically going with the community direction, it's just uh, like a pretty natural extension of that. Um, and I think another thing that we want to avoid is to just make it too dark um you know so to the point because i mean the subject matter is kind of dark right i mean if you really peel back the the art like what you're doing mechanically um it is kind of dark so yeah. i think i feel like if we just be straight and go for realism then it, you know it that's sort of it, it it's it's almost like 
too i mean it could potentially just be dark and, you know yeah the, maybe yeah. kind of the gameplay the fun factor would potentially be lost so definitely try to strike that balance because you don't want it to be like uh not saying that this is like a bad game or anything but like uh how this is the police is where it's a very like uh dark police simulation game of like this is the things that are going on and it's like well we're not we don't be that maybe maybe a little lighthearted and also saying like hey this is this is dumb this yeah is, i mean yeah. i think also like i think it's sort of you know I, I think it's kind of um a way to for for people to not to you know sort of misinterpret the message as well um just because we were like concerned that if we make it realistic it's almost like we are um, we're almost undermining the work of firefighters and that's actually the complete opposite of what we're doing, right? So, you know, we're saying that, hey, this is what will happen, what could happen if firefighting, you know, takes, like, firefighting is performed uh, by, you know, people who are untrained, you know, people who are not, like, professionals and, and whatnot, right? So, um, the like basically kind of the the message or the inference is to also you know highlight the importance of you know real life firefighters and the the job that they're doing um so i think if we go for realism and whatnot um you know that message could be lost or people might misconstrue um so yeah yeah you know it's also like a reason why we head in this direction uh, and besides like you know i think if you know, the message gets lost with people. If people just want to have a laugh, you know, that's still, that's still viable. Totally still fine. Yeah. Cause I actually have, uh, my, my, uh, I guess my brother-in-law, cause it's my sister's husband. Uh, he's a firefighter. So I was, I was even thinking of sending him this, just being like, check this game out. Like, isn't it ridiculous? <laughs> uh, so from the last game you guys made, you guys did uh, like Guns of Icarus, which I, I felt like was a very, um, it's such a tonally different thing than uh, what you guys made now. Like what, what was the, what was the mindset going from something like Guns of Icarus to uh, Ember? Um, were you guys just like thinking of just experimenting? You know, they didn't want to just do the same thing twice or, what exactly did, were you guys thinking when you guys wanted to like kind of change shift and uh, like that? Um, yeah, I think we were not really tied to a specific genre, uh, you know, or mechanics. Um, what set of mechanics? I think we've always been, you know, pretty open to exploring different themes, different mechanics, uh, you know, different art direction, and so on. So if you look at you know the, all the games that we've done anywhere from like Creevers, which is like, uh, you know, atmospheric, slower paced um, platformer, you know, in, you know, bioluminescent uh, forests with, you know, cute creatures to guns to Hamsterdam, which is a, you know, Kung Fu fighting hamster brawler uh, on mobile and switch. Um, and, you know, now to Ember, um, I think we've, sort of always taken that we've always wanted to take that creative risk and try to explore different genres um, and different mechanics and the way we approach game making is also very mechanic driven uh, so we'll do a lot of gray box prototyping the, the, 
um, and then basically try to figure out thematically or maybe maybe not to to a lesser extent narratively, but definitely creatively and like artistically, you know, where we want to take it. Um, so it's you know we, we've never really been set to a specific genre um, or you know tied to a a particular set of mechanics. Um, although now I would say with us, we just because, because of guns, you know, we obviously build up some um, knowledge base and know-how in making multiplayer uh, games. So, you know, with Ember and, you know, with our upcoming projects, um, I think they will be uh, more multiplayer centric. Um, with Ember, it's, you know, it's obviously single player, it's a single player. It can be a single player game, um, but you know there's a, there is also obviously um, a co-op component as well. And I think going forward, you know, like basically co-op, exploring more teamwork, uh, building stuff that involves teamwork and multiplayer. Um, and uh, you know, on the on the other side of the coin, like you know, procedurally generated stuff, AI. Um, like we'll continue to like do that broadly, um, but thematically, we don't really we're not really tied to a, a specific. thing. Do you have any advice for someone that would want to make a game that has an online component? Because I know that it's like making a single player game is one thing, but then going into multiplayer, uh, I've heard is just like a a whole slew of of issues that a lot of people don't realize they run into. Yeah, multiplayer is definitely. Um, so we've done, you know. Uh, basically you know like dedicated server stuff we you know now ember is a, a player hosted you know a p2p uh networking with player hosted server type construct um like we built something very small scope to you know guns you know which is like pretty big scope right um i was yeah multiplayer definitely just adds a whole another layer of complexity well maybe like multiple layers of complexity um and it's definitely harder uh it's harder in like a number of different ways not just technical but you know in terms of balance in terms of support as well um so yeah i mean it, it's definitely not something especially you know um if someone wants to like make it a release project you know sell it for money it's definitely not easy um so i think maybe perhaps um if people are just starting out trying multiplayer games, um, maybe just keep in mind scope. Um, you know, build something simple, um, build something simple, build something playable, um, just to test it. You know, on a smaller scale first. Um, I mean, that's kind of how we started, right? Like with flight, um, there was at one point a multiplayer component. Um, uh, you know, now it's you know, flight Icarus is kind of the single player prototype of guns. Um, but like when we started you know, almost 10 years ago, you know, it was like a six months, small, really, really small scope, uh, multiplayer, you know, basically a project with a multiplayer component. Um, but even then, you know, we ran into a lot of problems. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think scope is probably maybe expectation, right? Like, you know, just, you know, if someone's like building something like really huge and expecting, you know, like a big release, whatever, then, you know, as their first project, then that's probably pretty ambitious. Not saying that, you know, that's not possible, but um, it's definitely, it definitely makes the task a lot harder. Yeah. Cause I've, I've read uh, like 
there's a book that I was reading. It was Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, where the guy that made Stardew Valley, he didn't even want to touch the multiplayer component of it because he'd worked on the game for five years. And yeah. he was like, I, I just don't even want to look at this game anymore, which I don't I don't even blame him. Uh, I, I recently started trying to do uh, Unity tutorials. I was doing it like years ago, and I was like, well, there's nothing going on right now with quarantine as time of this video quarantine and stuff uh and i honestly have no idea how someone it the fact that you guys can even make games is crazy because i i'm sitting there and i'm like this is the most overwhelming thing i think i've ever done in my life i think that a lot of people don't give game developers enough credit when it comes to making things because there's so much that goes into it that people just don't even realize. So I, if anything, I appreciate what you guys do. Cause it, it can't be easy to like, like to even stay motivated. Like how do you guys stay motivated to go? I want to make this game, even when everything is starting to just like, not look like it's going to happen. Like, how do you get it to where you're, you're in that mindset of we're making this game. I think we, hmm. That's a good question because at some point, you know, during prototype or during gray box, you know, we kind of have to take a leap of faith. Um, I think with guns, we definitely do that, right? Like we, um, so when we when we first built guns, it was just like basically, you know, like a a like a rectangle, like you know, it's like just cubes and spheres, right? Like, and then you know, you're, you're on a platform uh, with a sphere. Um, you know, as a player character, and then you're just like shooting, uh, you know, like pixels or just shooting like, you know, little like squares at a target. And that's kind of how you, we, you know, prototype tourist shooting, right? And then you build like really, really simple, like multiplayer component. Someone else is on the platform, you like shoot at each other on turrets, you know, well, make believe turrets and just like see if that was fun. Um, and with Ember, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's it just, uh, you know, we simulate fire with like, you know, just like really just with pixels, like with sprites and stuff. Like we, we it's just very, very like, there's, there's really no art, right? Like you, you kind of simulate things and then now you have a sphere that kind of walk through the space and, you know, you know, put out fire a little bit. Um, and then, you know, just like really rudimentary, um, you know, fire propagation logic and, and stuff like that. Um, at some point, you know, you play around, you have like, you know, people like other friends or whatever play around. Um, and you just kind of see if that has potential to grab, you know, someone's attention or interest, right? If even at, at that early stage, hopefully you get a glimpse of like where the game could be. Um, and you just kind of have to make a determination, like when it's time, you know, when it's like, okay, fine, you, you have have the resources we have the bandwidth um you know just kind of have to like make term like it's 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 definitely a leap of faith right it's not like it's not different from like movies or from music or from any type of like media um you know creation or like creative process you just kind of have to take the leap of faith and say well we kind of believe in this vision or believe in this project or let's just go for it um with everything you know um and i mean it doesn't always work out right but that's kind of the risk you take yeah it's, it's a it's a huge risk because i mean every game it's his own startup in a way it's like okay fine 
building a game studio, like, you know, being indie developers, like we are doing our own startups, but every game project, it's also its own startup. So it's, yeah, very risky. It's very creatively rewarding, but you know, very risky at the same time. So do you, do you feel like, um, do you, I guess, do you feel like the, the, uh, that it's gotten too big now to get into games or do you feel like now it's like the best time to, to do it? It's not a big or small question, I guess. It just, yeah, it's a struggle for everybody, right? Like, you know, there are obviously, you know, awesome success in these stories. Um, but, you know, by and large, you know, most games, you know, that make it on Steam, they don't really see the light of day. Um, and that's just, it's a struggle. I mean, that's just kind of the reality of the mark, the, the marketplace right now. Um, I think it's not really like the, you know, market is necessarily big or small or whatnot. It's more like the discoverability is just really hard um, because, well, I mean, there are a lot of games, right? There are a lot of people making games and um, the, it's not necessarily a bad thing because there are a lot of really good games out there, um, but it just, it, it just makes discoverability really, really hard. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I, th I think people go go out there and make games and thinking that like yeah they're, they're necessary they're necessarily going to be like almost guaranteed some level of income I mean, that's just not that's there it's kind of like youtube <laughs> yeah i mean yeah yes i mean i think with all the media like entertainment creative um industries it's like this right just because i think it has probably never been easier to create content and create good content um and so there was just a lot of content out there in general. yeah and it just makes it really hard yeah yeah because uh yeah it seems like you know everyone's like oh well I'll, I'll make this magnum opus game and it's like well there are even some fantastic games that never sold well and you'll find them in like um, almost like bargain bin bundles and stuff because it's like, well, they they got to recoup the the cost somehow. Uh, I've had friends who would be like, "We should make a podcast." Oh, it'd be so like, let's make a let's play channel, all this stuff, and they wanted me to do everything. Like, I I had a friend who was like, "Uh, do when you learn how to use Unity," which I was like, "Dude, it's gonna take like years before I can actually comprehend what I'm doing." It's like, oh well, you know, I gotta make my game like you can make it yourself. Like I'm not making your game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely. So I guess the last thing, cause I know that you have a meeting to go to in like a few minutes. Uh, the, <laughs> the final, the final thing that I wanted to ask is um, like, why, why game development? Like what, what about game development do you enjoy doing? Cause I mean, you've been doing it now for a while. So like, yeah. Why, why game development and what does it mean to you to do game development? Yeah, that's a really good question, right? Um, I think 
there were maybe really only a few media or you know industries or professions if we can call it that where you know the the creative um and just like your creative vision or whatever is like you know crazy ideas that you have in your mind like fuses with the i would just say like pretty cutting edge technical um you know just like technology right and then to create something that like people have never seen before um that is super exciting right like i think money aside you know like it's hard to make money making game people do but it's really hard um but that aside i think creatively and just like you know sort of technologically it's really really satisfying and really exciting just because like oh yeah you know we get to use like you know, procedural generation we get to use ai we get to like play around with like all that stuff you know a lot of really new visualization uh stuff right and then that with you know, a creative idea that you know people hopefully haven't quite seen before and you fuse everything into one into like a you know a product i guess or like a a final like package and you know people have fun uh, hopefully and you know people get to play um, or like kind of enjoy the work that we do. Um, so there's like a lot of like, just it's a kind of a passion industry, right? What's like a, you know, a passion career or passion profession? Like, you know, there's a lot of love that goes into it. Um, you know, like it, with what we make, it's, it's kind of a piece of us that goes into the game, right? There's a lot of like, you know, us, our personality, like what we like, you know, our dreams or our vision or whatever that goes into like what we make. Um, so I think that is immensely gratifying, right? Like, I, I don't know if I can, I used to, you know, work in marketing um, or, you know, do like product management and stuff for uh, different startups and, and whatnot. And it's, it's interesting as well, but you don't get this kind of, right, this kind of like satisfaction or this kind of like, um, this kind of love that goes into the work, I guess. Um, and so like, I think there, I definitely like treasure the moments that, you know, we, that, that was well, the opportunity that I have to do this because, you know, there, there, there is really isn't like that many, you know, other professions that, you know, could allow us to do like something like this. Um, so it's, it's cool. Um, I mean, it's just super stressful, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet, absolutely. Uh, so I guess now, um, if you guys wanted to check out the the game, the game's called Ember. I'll put a link in the description below. Uh, you guys can check it out on Steam, and it's also on Google Stadia. So if you have Stadia, you can also check it out on there. And uh, the game's currently in early access. And it is going for how much? Twenty dollars? Yeah. Twenty dollars. Uh, nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out the game, you can go on there. Uh and then do you have social media stuff that you wanted to put into? Yeah. Um, so the you know, all the social media are, you know, at Ember Game. Cool. Okay. So if you guys want to follow them too, uh, I will put a link in the description as well. And of course, if you enjoyed the video, 
every sub helps. Every like helps as well. I don't really know what it helps with, but it helps uh, me, I guess, somewhere. So th thank you, anybody who out there is watching. I know this channel can be a little hard to find with, as we were talking about games, just, it's just a sea of gaming-related channels. Like, where are you going to find this one? So if you found this channel... I appreciate you finding it. And if you stuck around, I also appreciate that too. So Howard, thank you so much for coming onto the show and uh, everyone check out Ember. Oh no, thanks. Thanks for having me. It was fun.